Hello, adventurers. Welcome to March Madness. Madness, 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 madness. Falzern arrives at the Knowledge Center to find Shakara and Mia frustrated at the lack of pertinent information found in many hours of studying. Eager to hit the books himself, Falzern does some research of his own while waiting for Shaft. Speaking of, the halfling arrives an hour later after tending to his private business down at the docks. Reunited once again, Falzern takes the party back to his modest home in the Evocation District, where they share a late-night drink before settling in for their first sleep in Heracleon. Let's get ready to roll dice! The party wakes up in Falzern's house, and you are fully rested. All right, so I think um, Falzi's usually a relatively early riser, so he'll come down and maybe um, grab some some spare kindling and wood that that he keeps uh, near the hearth, throw that in, and use a little bit of arcane energy to to spark a small fire to warm the place up. And then he will um, bench over, grab himself something to drink, maybe prepare um, a little snack with whatever is available for everyone else as they wake up. Yeah, I'm, I'm laying on the floor over in the corner. You know, I cleaned a little area off, moved a bunch of beer cans and stuff around and uh, sort of found a little pot. But I'm, I'm, I pull whatever little bit of a blanket you had available to me over my head and tell you to shut up. <laughs> So what kind of snacks do you have, Falzerin? Cured meats, I would think. Yeah, you have been away for a month. Yeah. Moldy cheese. Perhaps uh, canned food is is where we're going <laughs> to Yeah, I was, <laughs> was kind of picturing Mia looking at Falzerin like, oh, thanks, but like taking the smallest bites possible, like doesn't, not interested. Yeah, he, he is a bachelor, so I don't expect that, given the fact that he's been out of his place for quite some time and that he's probably not used to hosting. I, I don't think there's anything really awesome you guys are going to eat here. He, he maybe is feeling a little bit ashamed and says, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I feel very unprepared for having guests over. Usually I would have a beautiful shepherd's pie that we could all share, but there just there's so little notice. All right, so I, I, I throw the blanket off and sort of roll up. and Okay, I guess we're getting up then, right? What time is it? Is there a window? Yes. I look out. I want to know what the weather is. It's overcast. Is it always like this in the Heracleion? Well, being out over the sea, we do have sometimes unpredictable weather. But no, we get our fair share of, of sunny days as well. I figured, you know, we should probably get an early start on the day. We've got lots to do while we're here. And I know, Shaft, that that you don't like to dilly-dally. Yeah, that's right. Well, but I don't have a lot to do today, really. I think I might wander the city a bit. What what are those uh what are those green towers over there? I mean, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, there are there are plenty of of different areas of the city that you can visit, all of which have their own unique um, schools of magic that are practiced in them. I highly encourage you to to wander around and see what you can see. It's a fascinating city. I I've missed it when I've I've been out on the mainland. Wait, so are we splitting up today? I think Falzerin's going to meet his buddies. I thought the three of us would check it out. Oh, okay. I didn't know what the plan was. Sorry. No, I, there's no plan. I, I need to pick up some manacles somewhere. 
Where do the elders stay during the day? Well, did you see that that big tower off to the, the northwest of the city? That's where they can usually be found. Okay. There's the two large towers. The one is, is the center of knowledge, the library, and the other is where the elders often are. Mia, it may be advantageous to us to maybe try and speak with one or two of the elders. Yeah, definitely. I just thought that when we met the elders, Falzerin would be with us. Well, we, we can do that. Uh, I hope that I won't be gone for too long meeting with the Tritons. So if you're willing to wait... What are we talking to the elders about? We have to warn them about the Kraken. Oh, yeah. But you d- remember, we gotta be really careful who we talk to here. Remember that guy and the box that fell on him and... Yeah, yes. I mean, it'll be very hard to tell whether they're deep scions or not, really, without killing them. Well, we can we can give them some information without really letting them know much more. I think you're right. We need to choose our words wisely because it's hard to know who to trust. I sort of put my hand on Falzerin's shoulder and go, still worried about old Brindle, your buddy Brindle. Let you down, didn't he? It's a tough break, buddy. Yes, it's... I, I'm still in shock. I... I, I don't even know what to think. You don't know what to think. No, I mean, it just, I'm second guessing every interaction I had with him. How, how long was he like that without me knowing? And you had no clue. Well, his potions and his uh, ability to cast any, any magical, to perform any magical abilities certainly did seem a little bit subpar over the past the last couple days that he was around. Other than that, he seemed the Brendel that I've always known. Exactly, the Brendel that you've always known. Well, that's that's what's really gotten inside my head, Shikara, is, like, was he like that the entire time I knew him? I, I can't, I find it hard to believe that this Brendel that was my best friend has has been an imposter all these years. Well, Falzerin, be very careful today when you go to your meeting place. I certainly will. I'm a little bit anxious about it, to be honest. Are you sure you have to go alone? Do you want extra protection? Shakara and I could come with you. I I appreciate the offer, and the main reason I want to go alone is, is partly just... No offense, but I don't know who to trust anymore. And for some reason, these, these deep scions, or, or at least Brendel seem to want something to do with the Tritons, and I, I can't risk endangering their civilization should the wrong people find out. We could stay on shore and guard your re-entry to the land. Well, y- yeah, if, if you're willing to do that, I would, I would appreciate the support. I hope, like I said, I hope it doesn't take too long. Well, when are we supposed to meet them? Um, it, it'd be around high noon. All right, well, let's go uh, get out of this place and go find something good to eat. Agreed. Sorry, Falzerin. No offense. Kind of looks looks down and shuffles his feet a little bit in in, in shame. It does stink a little bit, Falzerin. That, I'm I'm so sorry at the at the state of only a true friend would let you know that. Well, like I said, it, it it's not been it's not had anyone around to tidy up for quite some time now. Usually, it's it's much more welcoming. That's why I walk over to the door and open it up. And go, hey, uh, is there a good place to get some 
Shepherd's pie. For breakfast? Yeah, that's all it eats, right? I mean, usually it's it's better for lunch or dinner, but I'm sure we can find some place that'll have something for everyone. And the shaft, as you open the, the front door, it, it hits something and doesn't open all the way. And you kind of hear the rustling of this rustling of feathers and this figure kind of moves out of the way as it seemed to have been blocking the door. And as you can now fully swing it open, standing before you is this, this lithe humanoid bird, an, an aarakocra. There seemed to have been camping out or, or snoozing on Falzern's porch. And they're coated these these pearlescent white feathers kind of adorn their whole body. The odd smattering of a of, of, of vibrant ginger red that complements the, the coloring of their finely crafted clothing. And you see in, in their hands just kind of have this, this beautifully crafted loot. It seems to be constructed of some type of uh, dark wood, perhaps a mahogany, and uh, with lavish engravings of circular blue serpent ending in a dragon's head on the face of it. I shut the door. <laughs> I look at these guys and go, what the hell was that? Who was that? What? Oh, it was some gigantic bird. I'm going to run to the door and throw it open. Whoa! What's going on? Your loot. Well, hello there. Can I help you? Uh, wait. I thought I was on someone else's porch. Uh, who are you? I live here. This this is my house. My name is Falzerin. Nice to meet you. I push Falzerin out of the way. Your loot! I have never seen something quite like that before. It is beautiful. May I see it? Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, no, yeah, you, you can be careful, though. Uh, it's my precious loot, so I'd like to have it back. I, I promise I will be most careful. I'll take it in my hands and I want to examine it. Yeah, as you take it and you're kind of moving it back and forth in your hands as you twist it the 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 gravings they kind of shimmer in this blue light as you move this loot around Ooh, fancy it is very very pretty and i want i just do a strum on it careful 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 i'll take it back yeah i'll hand it back to you (laughs) thank you (laughs) so uh but if Falstrand, is that is that your name? Uh, yeah. This is Menar's house. No, no, this is not. Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, oh crap. Um, hmm. Then uh, I'm sorry for the inconvenience. It seems I passed out on the wrong porch. Then. <laughs> it's it's quite <laughs> all right. I'm I've been there before as well. No need to apologize. Who are you looking for? Perhaps we could help you find them. Well, I was looking for my buddy Menar, but tonight uh, I don't have time for to see him anymore. I have a performance tonight, so where are you performing? Well, there is a there is a, a dinner party that I'm gonna be performing for them, but it's it's a, it's for the elders of Her- Her- Heraclion. Oh, the elders, you say? Yeah, there, there's a bunch of bards coming up, and we're gonna play for them. Mia elbow shaft. That sounds fantastic. Uh, you're you're performing like you're gonna be the the main act there, singing. Yeah, I'll be singing, but I, I I'm not the main act. There's there's plenty of other uh, people performing. It, will there be uh, liquor? I'm sure there will be. Do you have like tickets you can give to friends? 
I, I think uh, the, the more souls, the, the happier everyone is, right? We, we should go, definitely. Yeah, I got nothing else going on. Ooh, a party. I really don't want to stay here. Mia's very excited about a party. I think the others are arriving today, but I, I came ahead to, to visit my friend, but... Well, I'll, I'll see him next time, that's fine. So, when we go up to the door, we just tell him you uh, are letting us in, right? What What was your name? Kek. What? What'd you say? I think she said Kek. Kek. That's an interesting name. Well, it's it's nice to meet you, Kek. Uh, I I look forward to this. This this sounds great. Um, as I said, I I live here, but I've been off traveling on the mainland, and so this is seems perfect timing that I'm back on Heraklion, and and there's a bit of a a gala we can go to tonight. This is a great place, Falzern. I mean. Drunk birds fall right in front of your door and invite you to cool parties. I sort of like it. Well, I mean, I don't want to be rude and, and assume that she had fallen asleep because she'd been drinking, but nonetheless. Were you drinking last night? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, a good party is always somewhere around the corner if you have musical instruments. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that I can bring a party everywhere. I, it's, it's fine. I like you, Kek. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I, I I've been rude. I, I haven't introduced any of my friends here. This this is Shakara. Hello. And Mia Hi, and Sha uh, Sha Shakira Sh Shakara Shakara. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mia. I'm Mia. I look up at her. This is Shaft. I'm Shaft. Oh, I Shaft. Well, well met. <laughs> You wanna you wanna join us for breakfast, right? We're going to breakfast, right? You know what? It, if it sounds like you had a, a bit of a rough sleep last night, Keck, I know a great place that they might have just what what uh, the doctor ordered for you this morning. More booze? <laughs> well, that, that's one way to get over a rough night. I was thinking more along the lines of some some greasy food. Ah, uh, that sounds fine as well. Yeah, I'm in. Okay, Mia just kind of turns around and looks at Falzern and pulls him to the side. And Mia wants to say, why are you telling a stranger this is your house and our names if you're freaking out about trust, like, not trusting anyone? Well, I don't want to be rude, <laughs> Mia. <I'm... laughs> she seems nice. Yes, she does seem nice, but I just want you to be aware that immediately after opening a door to a stranger, you said, this is my house. People are looking for you here. Just be careful. <sighs> and then we all walk out. <laughs> I don't I don't need to hear what he says back. I just want to be like, Ugh, tisk tisk. Don't have trust issues, but then be like, hi, here's my friend. Yeah, Falzern is, <laughs> is not used to espionage and... and uh... <laughs> looking over his shoulder. No, and Mia's not either, but I think that, I don't know. Well, you had me at free liquor. You had me at party. <laughs> <laughs> and elders, too. All right. So do we actually have to role play breakfast? <laughs> you all can certainly uh, leave Falzern's place and find uh, somewhere to, to get a decent breakfast. Kat can explain that this it's like an evening dinner party so obviously you have pretty well most of the day to kill before uh, attending this party that is honoring this special guest should you choose to actually go 
Did did Keck say who the special guest was? No. Keck does not know the name of the special guest. So, I'd like to know if Shaft has ever seen anyone of this race before in Drukal, or is this is this uncommon to the uh, the mainland? Uh, the races would probably be one of the more uncommon ones, but in Drukal, you see walks of all life. So, for sure, Shaft has seen an air conquer before. Okay. Just uh, clarifying, I won't have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly know how an Aarakocker wipes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, Leyland, you always know the first question. Oh, so good. So, Keck, where did you get this loot? Well, I- I've had it for a while. I can't quite remember. It's It's been in my possession for such a long t- time, since I was a child, so... It grew up with me. I think I got it from a friend, but it, it's been a while. It's been a while. You said it has like a serpent design on it? So uh, around, you know, on a guitar where the, the, the body of it is hollow, right, to resonate the sounds where the strings would pass over where you would pluck. Kind of, there's actually kind of three of these insignias spotted around this, forming kind of this triangle around the uh, the, the strings themselves. They're not very small. They're maybe two or three inches in diameter, but they're quite elegantly crafted. And blue? And they shimmer a blue as you kind of move and it, and it catches in the light. A blue light, you say? Could I do a history check to see if this symbol on the loot is something that is from uh, something I would, would know or recognize or just could be any kind of design? Absolutely, go ahead and roll a history. All right, it's a 12. You've never seen this before. Uh, it does seem kind of strange. Like it's very clearly the body of a serpent, but the head of a dragon. Okay. Something that I recognize. Go ahead and roll a history. A seventeen. Shakara, you you have seen this before. What? This symbol is very familiar to me. Something that I have seen before. Similar. Well, yeah, yeah I, I'm sure it, it's. I've seen it around, but not that much. I mean, birds and serpents, it's always like a kind of weird thing going on. And I think it's just meant to make sure uh, I am not scared of serpents. Like, they, they can hurt me. I think it was more like a, like a protection charm I got from someone. Oh, interesting. Your loot is magical, then? No, it's not. It's just it's just fancy, but it's it's the thought that counts. It makes me more more. I I, I get so hyped when I play it. It certainly is very beautiful, Keck. I'm impressed with the workmanship. Yeah, I like it so much. So you ever been to the mainland? Did you ever uh, play at any of the taverns over there? I think I've played like all over. I've been playing since I was. I've been playing forever. It's just. Playing here, playing there, wherever I can just stand up, strum a melody, and just bring peop- smiles to people's faces. That's all that matters to me. Well, if you're ever in Drakal, let me... Well, first I need to hear how you sound. Don't, no, don't, don't mean to be rude, but... Oh, I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm sure if her music is, is anywhere near as, as nice as her lute, it, it's, it's lovely, Shaft. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it tonight. I mean, I can I can give you a small taste of my 
my abilities. Please do. And I'll, I'll grab the loot and I'll play a song about how breakfast is the most important meal of the day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like like a Sesame Street style. Yeah. <laughs> four, four, three, and two. The pyramid. The food pyramid. Yes, thank you. So Falzerin kind of breaks into a small applause. That's, that's yes. lovely, Keck. Thank you so much. Yeah, and as Keck kind of grabs her loot to play, you see kind of from dangling around her neck that was kind of obscured by some of the high collar of her clothing. She pulls up this uh, set of goggles. They look kind of similar to the goggles that Shaft wears, but they're kind of more of a copper. She just kind of slows them on and then starts to pluck out this, this little ditty for you all. With her goggles on? Yeah, and the, they look like uh, they're just a, a clear glass. They're not like tinted or anything like that. They just seem like a, a clear glass. That again, it kind of as the, as light refracts off of glass, this kind of rainbow sheen, you know, moves across it in, in the light and that kind of thing. Does Falzerin feel any different during this music? No, no. I mean, uh, I imagine you're enjoying yourself, but you're not. So there's, there's no stirring within him. No type of magical effect. No. Okay. We're not all charmed. <laughs> <laughs> He's enjoying the small escape from from the dreary reality that is his life after his friend has betrayed him. Cool goggles, Keg. They're my performance goggles, so I can like shine even brighter. Oh, so that's like your stage identity. You gotta like throw on the goggles and Yeah, I mean it's it's just Yeah, it's 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 such a nice thing to have, just to pop it on and then just have the rainbow lights going on. I mean, it's extra party, extra festive, right? Can I see them? No, yeah, they're so special to me. <laughs> I really, like my loot is, is already a step, all, like almost too far to just give that out. But these glasses are just, they're, they're really precious to me. So I'm sorry. Understood, okay. So breakfast has been consumed. Now what would the five of you like to do? That's a great question. <laughs> I, I was pretty good breakfast, but uh, looks like it's getting a little uh, later in the day there, Falsey. Yes, we probably shouldn't delay any longer. Uh, Keck, it's, I don't mean to be rude, um, but it's been great meeting you, but we have some errands that we need to do uh, throughout the day today before, if, if we're going to come to this dinner party tonight. So I guess I guess we'll say goodbye, and we'll looking we'll look forward to seeing you at the dinner party. Are you sure you don't need like extra festive music for on for your errands? I mean, it makes it more fun. That would be more fun. Well, I, uh, I sort of look at Falzren and go, Brindle, <laughs> and I wink at him. Uh, and Falzren feels very uncomfortable because he's he's not he doesn't like to be rude to people. Um, he generally likes to be polite, but. He's also just feeling very untrusting of anyone new. Well, well, Keke. I mean, I, I cannot ensure your entrance to the party if if we get lost. I mean, if I don't find you back in the crowds or anything, I mean, it's gonna be a big, big party. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I cannot like make sure you get into the party if we split up now. I mean, I've got other. I I can also do other stuff. But if you really want to go to the party, it's maybe better to stick around. Well. You, you know, do you know Heraculon pretty well? Nah, not really, because, yeah, I, I, like I told, my friend lives here, but 
I I've been here, but I only know like the pubs and the cool places to hang out and perform, but... Mayhaps, Shaft, you could show Kek and I where you got those wonderful tattoos, and Mia could go with Falzerin. Um, can, can Mia pull Shakara aside after, um, her suggestion, and Mia just kind of whispers to Shakara, Okay, so if we do split up, if he agrees to it, you want me to keep an eye on him or what? Or maybe you want to go with him? One of us definitely should go with him. I would not mind getting a tattoo myself. Okay, I don't know. I don't really like needles, so maybe I'll try to go with Falzerin. Yes, just keep an eye on things. Okay, so... Alright. Falzerin! Yes? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna accompany you and they're gonna go they're gonna go check out, you know, the sights of Heracleon for a little bit, okay? That that sounds great, Mia. I like I said, I appreciate I appreciate the support. No problem. I'm here to protect you. Okay, well I guess where do we wanna meet up? At the at the party tonight? How long will this take? Well, I I'm hoping it won't take that long. Why don't you know, the library is pretty central, and if I'm being honest, I, I have quite an affection for it. And he kind of chuckles a little bit. No one else laughs, just just falls right. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we Why don't we make a plan to, to meet up there? When? <laughs> it's hard to miss it. Um, what time's the party? Uh, starts at 7, 8. Cool, right? When it starts to get dark, we'll be there. The party starts when Keck gets there, of course. Yeah. <laughs> We've got plenty of time then. Okay, well, you guys have fun, and we'll meet you in a couple hours at the library. Sounds like a plan. I uh, walk over to Falzren and put my hand on his back like I'm saying goodbye to him. I go, hey, where's that uh, all-stuffed tenorman guy? You know, the guy we saw down at the docks. The guy that made the... the 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 beer wagon. So I I give Shaft kind of the best directions I'm able to. What are you hoping to do with Allstaff? Well, he's the guy making the snakes, right? I I don't know if we can jump to that conclusion, but it, do you, are you intending to try I, and I'm jumping. Okay. I'm jumping. It it makes sense. Shaft just be safe. Yeah, you too. Don't die. That's that's very kind, Shaft. Do you need me to hold on to any of your stuff while you go? No, no, I I think that's quite all right. All right, I got your back, buddy. And I slap him on the back, and then I go, All right, let's go get some tattoos. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so you all, I mean, <laughs> that's funny. We're doing another one of those. Okay, see ya, and then you start to move the same direction. Because you all need to go down to the porch before you can actually <laughs> split up. Because you're... <laughs> Your travels uh, do overlap, so there is. Don't a, know these things. <laughs> Theater of the mind. Exactly. So you can split up right at the port. So Falzerin and Mia, just the two of you, are going west to do the Triton thing. Yep. I go wherever Falzerin says okay. we need to go. So Shakara and Shaft and Keck are in the port then. So Shaft leads Shakara and Keck to the creepy aura, and you enter. I pop in and go, Hef, eh? How you doing, buddy? Oh, I uh, told you it's it's Hef, eh? <laughs> yeah, hey, that's, that's what I said, buddy. 
Hey, uh, how about a few dr- Hey, uh, Kek, uh, you up for a drink? Yeah, always. Alright, uh, you got some, uh, you know, not the not the crappy stuff, but the good stuff. The stuff you keep down there on the bottom shelf. Oh, yeah, usually the good stuff's on the high shelf, but, uh, yeah, you can get to the, the bottom stuff. I meant, I meant what I said. Here, uh, <laughs> here's a couple gold, and, uh, uh, let's pour some drinks. And, uh, hey... Looking uh, to go talk to my pal, you know. Oh yeah, Tenchi. Yeah, yeah. Is he uh, he available? Oh, he's he's always there, eh? Okay. Well, uh, hey guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the pisser here for a second, and I'll be right back. And Shakara and Kek, you hear kind of the faint bell, and Shaf runs to the restroom. Do we have our drinks yet? Did he pour drinks for us? He has poured you drinks. He pours. It looks like this. Uh, he pulls out this kind of mini barrel. It's, uh, if you've ever seen one of those, like, Heineken mini keg things, you know, it's like that size, and he pours you, and it's almost like this sludge, pours you out some screech into this small, uh, small glass. It's very strong. I'll pick it up, and I'll look at it, and I'll sniff it a little bit, and I'll say, cheers, and hold my drink out. (laughs) Cling. Cling. (laughs) And then I'll down it in one, one shot. I'll take one careful sip before uh, downing it. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. Half pours you another. <laughs> I feel constitution saving throws. <laughs> <laughs> I'll down it immediately. Okay, so I, I want to go down into the into the little passageway and yell down in there and say, uh, "Hey, Tenchi, you down there?" Uh, of course, and you see him appear. Oh, my my friend, it's back so soon. Got a couple people want some tats. You up for it? Of course. Okay, and I uh, say, I'll, you want to do it here, or can we do it up up at the bar? Well, I certainly wouldn't like to perform my illegal craft in the middle of a crowd. That is bar. a good point. I can. How about how about I bring him down here in a minute and. Uh, Let's just uh, keep our same deal, right? Of course. All right. Hey, I'll bring him. I'll bring him down. I'll go up to the top. Go. I sort of wave him over. Ah, oh, there is Shaft. I assume he wants us to follow him. What? What? What is down there? Well, you want some tats, right? Oh, uh, it's it's not up here. The tattoos are in the bathroom. Hey, shh. Enough with the. Tattoos, I said tats. It's a different thing. That we Nobody would get tattoos around here. It's illegal. That seems quite un, like unhygienic. Hygienic. I'm looking around the bar. Are there other people that are listening? There's a few people in here, yeah. Like, it's not entirely crowded, so it's easy for this spectacle to be picked up a little bit. Are they are they paying attention or are they just? Uh... They seem to be in their drinks, but you're catching a few glances as you peer around the room. Okay, I I just wave them over and I said, "Let's go back here and we'll, we can talk about it over here." All right. Okay. So I take them down into the the pathway, and I say, "Hey, Tenchi, a uh, couple of my friends here. Uh, can you take care of them?" Uh, of course. So glad you could bring me more business, my friend. Yeah, anything for you, pal. Hello, Tenchi. My name is Shakara. Ah, pl- a pleasure. And this one? Hi, I'm Kek. Nice to meet you. Oh, I don't get much of your kind around here, but 
A pleasure. I'm curious to see how we're gonna tattoo my feathery body, but I'm up for an experiment. <laughs> well, I could certainly maybe apply it under a wing or even on that beautiful beak that you seem to sport. Hmm. You want a nice that face tat? Good. Is what he's getting at. <laughs> <laughs> tear underneath my eye. <laughs> the teardrop is all the rage these days. And Shikar and Kak, you walk into this. So Shaft leads you into the men's room, into a stall, and you see the floor has been opened, a secret passageway, to a set of stairs leading down into a smaller room. And you get in and there's kind of this short little table with various uh, items on it. And in one corner, there's a very looking, familiar looking barrel to Shikara. And you recognize it immediately as being the barrel that holds Danzig, or at least was on the boat as it's wrapped up and, and tied up and sealed. I will uh, look at Shaft and then look at the barrel and then kind of nod my head towards it and be like, eh? It's a, it's a barrel. They're all over the place. Is it secure? Yeah. It's Look, there's all kinds of crap on it. Hey, Tenji, this, this barrel here, that's yours, right? Oh, yes, please pay no attention. It's uh, a side hobby I have. Not for sale, I'm afraid. Now, tattoos you were interested in. I am going to uh, nonchalantly go a little closer to the barrel. I'm not going to like do anything to it, but just kind of get a little closer to it and examine it a little bit. And Tenshi kind of going through, he goes through his list of what available tattoos he has and, and kind of what they do and you know how they how they function. Um, I keep looking at him. My eyes are on him, and I'm just kind of slowly wandering closer to the barrel just to observe it. Is it? And I'll slowly walk in between her and the barrel. Is there anything <laughs> on top of the barrel, or is it open? No, it's got a cover on it, and it's kind of roped up. And it seems secured, like nothing could get out it's of it? It's certainly tied. Yes, it does look tied down. Absolutely. And you do kind of get the, the that a faint waft of seawater and kind of, of rotting fish from it as well. Shaft, you are sure this barrel is safe? Well, as I said, it's not... It's my barrel, and I assure you, it is safe. Its content's very mundane, but again, it's it's my business and my business alone. Yeah, it's his business. What's, what's this talk about a barrel? These are all the same, right? I believe this barrel is special, but I shall leave it alone. Well, I mean... It, it has sentimental value, yes. It's been passed down for generations in my family. Used to carry all types of things. The history of this barrel. I could bend your ear for hours talking about what this barrel has carried. But yes, the, the tattoos, of course. Oh, I would love a giant eagle. I think that could be most useful in sticky situations. Ah, a wonderful choice. And so the application process, it, do, it does take an hour him to apply the tattoo and, and mix up all the ingredients. So you would like to buy the giant eagle for 100 gold pieces? Yes. Okay, great. And I'll have it put on my bicep. On, on the outer shoulder area-ish. Keck, what do you think? Well, these prices are a bit out of my price range. I mean, I, I just spent the night drinking, so um, I think I'm gonna pass. Are you sure, Keck? I would be happy to purchase... Maybe the vulture for you. A bird with a bird. A bird with a bird. <laughs> a bird barked with a bird. 
part. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I have my pretty glasses that can uh, en enlighten my my beak. So I'll just uh, watch the process happen. Uh, maybe if we get another couple drinks in you, you'll change your mind. <laughs> and uh, my, my good friend here, Shaft, do you like to go for the trifecta? Third one's is the charm. Not today, buddy. This sort of hurts still. Do you got anything I can put on it? I certainly have some a, a topical I could apply for you. Yes, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do that instead. You right win. here on this arm. Th this one over here. I sort of stop for a second. I look over at her. And this one over here hurts a little bit, too. And Tenchi pulls his shirt off. Well, I don't like to get dirty while I apply the oil. Starts rubbing chaff down. <laughs> Is he ripped? <laughs> He's in very good shape. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to get a show What kind of saving throw does Shakara need to make? <laughs> I mean, I could play some music to this. <laughs> make it a show. <laughs> So Shakara's getting her tattoo. Let's go over to Mia and Falzern. Okay. So Mia, it's 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 not too much farther, just a little ways down the shore here, and and I'll show you where you can you can stay and keep watch. Sure, I just want you to be safe. I just there's a lot going on. I mean, you heard me back at your apartment. You can't just be so trusting all the time. I know, I know. It's it's just it's habit. It it's it's the person who I who I am. I I'm not used to being rude to uh, to people. I know, I've just but met. I think you need to become a different person since Brendel. From everything you've heard and everything you've said, I mean. I know, I know. It. Uh, I just there's a lot going on. Okay, if you get into trouble down there, how will you let me know? Well, depending on how far I venture, I do have magic that allow me to communicate with you. Okay. Actually, is that a lie? Message. Do I have to see her? I don't. I believe you can. You can cast through walls. There's 120 foot range, but you also need to be able to speak. So, like, because you whisper it. So uh, she, you. I'll let you cast it, but it might sound a little. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I didn't know how far offshore he would be if he could like shoot a guiding bolt up into the sky or something. Like, I didn't know. It, it actually isn't too far off from the shore. Like, it's less than 120 feet from the shore. Or he doesn't have Guiding Bolt. I do. He, there are anyway. a couple. Of, there are certainly a couple options. Um, yeah, I can... If worse comes to worse, I can... I can send an Eldritch Blast up through the water or a Firebolt, and, and that should have the range to, to break the surface. Okay, I just... I don't know why you guys don't seem to be big fans of plans. I like to have a plan. I I agree, but like I said, and I mean no offense, I just don't. I don't know who to trust, and you know we we haven't known each other that long. I'm sorry. I realize that, but that is my fear as well—that you don't know who to trust. And down there, if you're in trouble, I will come and help you. You just need to let me know. What I do know is is that the Tritons can be trusted. And I'm hoping that's... That is all good for you to know, but I do not know that yet for myself. Do you see? That's fair. So where do you want me to wait? This this is about the spot. I'm going to wade into the water here and and swim down to the meeting spot, and I should be back before too long. Okay, I hope I 
can prove myself trustworthy, Falzern. And Falzern, you dive back down to the same place in which you had visited yesterday, this dead drop location. And you kind of get down into this easily obscured kind of section here down at the bottom of the, the sea here. And you get into this little cubby, basically, and you see that the, this little marker, the stone marker that you had left, it's still in the position in which you had left it yesterday. It does not appear to have been visited or checked yet. Okay, so it should have been turned over. Yes. All right, so I, I scan the area. Is there anything I can see within my range of sight here? Just the odd aquatic life, a few, you know, the fish, fish fish swimming by, but there doesn't seem to be any other humanoids in the area. And you do know that yesterday was, it was quite late in the day by the time you got around to leave this marker, so it is not uncommon or a cause for alarm that the spot has yet to be checked. Okay. All right. Um, nothing unusual about this site that, that I maybe didn't notice yesterday, as though it seems to have be different than I remember it, or... Why don't you roll an investigation, then? That's uh, an 18. It does not look any different than when you were here last. The Again, the, the, your marker doesn't appear, appears to be untouched. Doesn't seem to be any signs of tampering or anything like that. There certainly isn't a sign of any type of struggle that may have occurred in the near vicinity at all. All right. Um, well, he still has some time of water breathing. So I think perhaps I would just scout the area, maybe within a two, maybe 200 foot radius going a bit deeper into the sea and see if there's anything that I notice unusual, any humanoids I might come across. Yeah, are you just chilling on the shore? You're not going to be doing anything? Is there a certain amount of time that would pass without seeing some type of sign from Falzin that you would act, just in case that should arise for you to jump in? Yeah, I, would Falzern have told me how long he can breathe underwater type thing? Yes. Yeah, so however long he can breathe underwater, I wouldn't be worried until that point starts getting closer. Okay, great. Yeah, so I guess um, it's, it's worth um, asking how long it would have taken me to get down there, like how much time would I have left? Yeah, again, it's less than 100 feet from the shore, so it doesn't take you any amount of time to get to the actual... All right. So, yeah, I have 30 minutes, so I'd like to swim a bit deeper and see if there's anything I can observe that might give me some hints about some tampering or or some other presence that's been here that that isn't the Tritons. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and make a perception check, then, as you're kind of swimming about here? Well, that's not going to be helpful. That's a two. (laughs) <laughs> and I've got a plus one to perception. <laughs> so you do the math. So again, as you're, you're continuing along the bottom kind of thing? Yeah, just just going a bit deeper, um, swimming away from... Because I know the Tritons, are their civilization is quite deep in the sea. So I'm going to head a bit, a bit deeper. Yeah, you also know that, that a, tr- a Triton would have to swim quite a distance to reach this meeting point as well. While you don't have the exact location, obviously, of their civilization. But yes, like you said, you do know that they reside in the some of the deepest parts of the ocean, uh, which was where they safeguard for 
entry of some type of primeval beast that may or may not rise from the depths themselves. And as you're scouting about, it's really just kind of the, the bed of it is thick with these long strands of seaweed that you're kind of pushing through as you're swimming around. And you maybe you get the odd jump scare of a, a, a fish kind of darting in and around the, the seaweed as your vision kind of gets obscured moving through, hence the poor perception. And again, it, it's very difficult to determine whether or not any anything or anybody has been swimming around here, basically. As you notice, as you're swimming and the, the motions of your body through the water kind of kicking up some of the silt at the bottom, but immediately as you're, you're, you're past it, it begins to settle again. So anything or anyone that would have passed through themselves, the same kind of thing would have occurred. Okay. So I think, I think Falzern's going to assume that this is probably futile and he's going to turn around um, and head back to shore to meet Mia. And Mia, you see Falzerin rise up out of the waves, dripping wet, but still alive. Some seaweed, like, caught in his... Yeah, maybe she had to brush it off of his shoulder. Okay, so she just, like, takes a deep sigh, like, Because she did not feel like jumping in the water in her full plate armor. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mia, um, I have some bad news. It, it looks like they didn't get my message yesterday. Now... It, it was a bit late in the day for me to have left the message, so it, it's possible that it just wasn't checked yet. It may mean we have to stay here another night. I mean, okay, what other choice do we have? At least we have a way to get to the elders tonight, right? Yes, yeah, it, it seems like we've we've got some things to occupy our time anyway while we're here. I mean, between you and me, I, I don't quite know how at a party we can get the elders to ourselves to question them, but I mean, I do have some magic that might be helpful. Yeah, I, I don't know I don't know if they will accept a request to have a, a private conversation in the middle of a dinner party, but they certainly will recognize me. I, I know them and it shouldn't be too, too difficult to be able to talk to them whether that's in private or not, I... How well do you know them? Well, I, I spent many years here, so I know them fairly well. But, like, do they know you because you were bad or because you were good? Well, you know, Mia, I, I didn't... We didn't see eye to eye, um, myself and some of the elders. They didn't appreciate my desire to, to explore new things, and some of them are very set in their ways and, and frown on my perspective. That sounds like you're saying they know you because you are bad. Well... Like, you know, being sent to the principal's office. You know the principal. I mean, come on. <laughs> Falls around and chuckles a little bit. I guess that that might be a fair analogy, but, but not all of them are of that mindset, so we'll see. I don't like doing this, but maybe there's some weight in my name. Maybe they will take a meeting with a Brightwood. I I don't know, perhaps. It's it's worth a try, I suppose. For for a place that, you know, prides itself on knowledge, they should have knowledge of Beric and and of Thor and my family. Well, when it comes to knowledge, they they can be a little bit narrow sighted, I guess. That they're they're interested in what they're interested in and, and don't always venture far from those interests. 
I mean, maybe at least for tonight you could pretend to not have such different beliefs from them. Maybe you could act like you've learned your lesson. You know, like... That's a thought. Get on their good side. We're like talking as we walk back. Okay, just back kinda, to the Just kind of chatting. Yeah. That's how I picture it. We're like talking as we walk. But I think between the two of us, like as magic users, we're just kind of trying to scheme a little bit. And I, I do explain to him that... Like, if I were to cast Zone of Truth, like, there's a chance that they can be truthful only to a certain extent. They know I cast it, things like that. But try to explain to him that's what I was talking about. Um, I mean, I'm a little bit worried. (laughs) I'm a little bit worried about his reputation with the elders now, which I wasn't earlier. If Mia is going to tell Falzern about being able to cast Zone of Truth and the fact that they would know she cast that, Falzern is going to be wary of that plan and and warn her that some of them have quite a handle on the arcane arts and are powerful magic users that that things could go badly very quickly i think i know that but but mia is also like naive in the way that she thinks like what do we have to lose well we have to figure out where they stand either way you know mia i just i can't emphasize enough that some of these elders have have been around for many years and have been studying magic for many years and are quite quite powerful. We well, I'm quite powerful too. Yes, as am I. But there are varying degrees of mastery of the arcane arts. And while I don't have a great deal of respect for the viewpoints of some of these elders, I I do respect their ability to wield magic. Okay, so. When we meet the others, what's the plan going to be? To just blend in and observe and investigate? Or are we actually going to try to talk to them? I think we do a bit of both. We see what we can find out. If they're bad people, I have no problem not talking about the Kraken if they can't be trusted. But if they're good people, we should be warning them about the Kraken. Think of all the magic and, and like help we could have. Yes, I, we absolutely we must warn them about the Kraken. But when it comes to talking about these deep scions... I don't know who's involved with with that plot. I, ju- I just don't know, Mia. I think at the very least we need to warn them of the Kraken so that this city can be protected, but beyond that, I'm very reluctant to tell them much of anything, to be honest. As much as it hurts me, that this is my... I consider this my hometown, but I don't want information to get into the wrong hands. Okay, I just, like I said earlier, I like having plans, so I just thought we could maybe propose our plan to the others. Sure. You know, with some confidence. That sounds like a good idea. Alright, so you're in charge, and it's your job to kind of persuade them our way, I guess. I I, I default to your opinions, because you are from here, and you know what you're talking about. Well, I, I will tell you, Alamar, he's one of the elders... He's the one I'm most weary of, and that I would be most careful around. But I think generally just follow my lead when we're around them, and keep your senses sharp. Oh, as always, Falzerin, but I want to bring about good for Aspara, so... As do I. I know that you've been conflicted lately, and you don't trust, but I mean, it's for the good of Aspara that we warn them. I agree. Let's head back to the library and see if we can find our friends. Shigara, your tattoo is complete. And now the three of you are free to go about 
any additional business here if you have any. Hey guys, uh, you mind if I I need to pick up some stuff? Falzerin told me about this guy Allstoff Tennerman who's can uh, can maybe help me out with a few things. You got a few minutes? Sure. Yeah. Or 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 what? You want another drink before we go? Yeah, always. But <laughs> I, I yeah, I'll, I'll get you one. I'll get well, you one. Well, Keck and I hey, can get another drink, and you could tell us where this man is, and we will meet you there. Oh, sure. I that's fine. So I go over to the bar and I, I sort of tear up some stuff and I go, okay, we're right here and we're going to go up where the green buildings are there. And he falls her and says, this guy is over here. His, his name's Allstoff. And uh, that's where I'm going to be. All right, we will meet you there after maybe two more drinks. Maybe three. Uh, you know what? I have nothing else to do. I'm just going to hang out with you guys. I really don't need I can pick him up later. All right. And I sit down at the bar and... And uh, order another round. And I'll I'll, I'll go. Uh, hey Hef. Hey, you got uh, anything a little stronger? Oh yeah. Well, uh, you, you already grabbed from the bottom shelf there, eh? Yeah, but I mean, a little bit better. I know. I know. It's, it's you gave us the good stuff before, but something might make us feel a little happier. We got some time to kill and. And why not? My friend Keck here, she's getting ready to put on a show, so, uh, tonight, but maybe she'll sing us something now. Oh, yeah, yeah, gotta, gotta warm up their vocals, eh? And keep, calm the nerves. Uh, pick a number between one and ten, eh? Uh, I always, three. uh, lucky is number seven. Oh, okay, three. Oh, I'll take one from each of you, eh? So three? He points to Keck. Yeah, seven. And uh, you there, buddy, Shaft. What's your number, eh? Oh, yes. Always go seven. <laughs> and you just see him along the, the shelves. It starts from one end, three over, grabs a bottle, pours a bit in. Starts from the other end, seven over, pours double, because he said seven twice. <laughs> Makes three of those drinks. I like this way of mixing. It's always an adventure. I'll, I'll leave my drink on the on the bar and just stand up and start playing a song about his mixing skills. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like... No, it's <laughs> 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 like kind of mixing. <laughs> no, uh, some... did he shake the drinks or was it stirred? Just pour them in. Didn't even do anything. Didn't even do that. This ain't a classy joint there, Cack. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, then it's a song about pouring drinks and then I, I'll grab some bottles and juggle them uh, a bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is she is she drawing a crowd? Can you roll me a performance check, please? Of course. That's twenty-eight. Wow. Uh, yes, she is a one hundred percent drawing a crowd. Is the few patrons of the creepy aura that are here are certainly up out of their seats and gathering, or they form kind of this semicircle around Keck, all asking for. They want their own three seven seven. We want. They want the Keck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're just going to keep hanging here and, and, and partying a little bit, pre-partying, until these guys are ready to go. Okay. <laughs> My brain just totally locked up. I don't apparently, know what to say. Apparently they just want to party all the way till library time. Are you guys going to actually remember when it's library time? <laughs> <laughs> Too many 377s. No, you don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I stopped. I stopped drinking after uh, I started singing the three seven seven. I mean, too much booze is also not really healthy for your voice. So I, I, I know my li limits when I still need to perform. And I drink your drinks then. <laughs> yeah. So it's three seven seven three seven seven. Yeah, I think I'll wait till I see Shakara starting to get a little uh, tipsy. Tipsy, and then we go. Okay, I think it's time to cut this off. Let's get let's get moving. Oh, what a shame! I was really enjoying this. When Shakara's tipsy, does she talk faster? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, what a shame! This has been so much fun. Even more sexy and breathy. <laughs> <It's> like, oh, <laughs> what a shame! <laughs> This has been so fun. <laughs> you got you got a messed up definition of sexy there, Elena. I'll show you what. <laughs> Thank you. That's what Bill likes. That's all matters. <laughs> no kink shaming. I'll just uh, grab the empty glass from Shikara and just go around collecting some money for my uh, performance. Oh sure, uh, yeah. You yeah it was a hell of a performance role. You certainly get a few coppers and silvers, getting tipped a little bit there. They won't get you anywhere in this world he's created where everything's <laughs> a gold piece. That's true. <laughs> I, I I'll take it. I'll take it. March madness. March madness. That's not. Elena's beatboxing. That's that's Mia's beatboxing. Elena is a much better beatboxer. <laughs> Thanks for listening, you guys. We appreciate you following along with the adventure. You can find us on all the social media platforms. You can find us at Incorrigible Par on Twitter, Incorrigible Party on Instagram, and on Facebook. And everything else can be found on our website. All these things can be found on incorrigibleparty.com. You can get merchandise, character info, world lore, maps. John is working really hard on some maps of Heraklion, which might come in handy on these March Madness episodes. This podcast is sponsored by Critical Hit Design and criticalhitdesign.com. Thanks to Tabletop Audio for allowing us to use any ambient sounds or music during this. Our intro and outro music is by Josh Jarvis. Contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Don't forget, we're releasing our Patreon page soon. Follow us on incorrigibleparty.com, and we will update you on all the socials about that Patreon. We appreciate your support. Thanks. Happy March Madness! In our first western bracket of March Madness, we have the rough around the edges. Murderer from Bryn's past, the paladin of cultists, Hank Applebee's versus the master brewer of Drukal, the searcher of the snow bloom, Rugar Alebender. Applebee's comes out strong with a high arcing swing at Rugar drawing blood and sending him tumbling from atop his wagon. Uh, but Alebender's dwarven fortitude, it, it knows no limits. He's, he's feverishly turning the crank of his tinderman-crafted wagon. It springs forth a set of bar stools it, and knock Applebee's prone. What a maneuver! Taking advantage of the stunned Hank, Alebender's grabbed two glasses of, and furiously smashed them over Hank's head. He's cut, ladies and gentlemen. Applebee's is in a daze! Wait! What is Alebender doing? He's he's now behind the bar, folks. He's 
filling a mug from one of his taps. This isn't a time for a drink, Rugar. Well, hold on a second. Uh, I'm getting reports from Arena side that this is no common brew. That's the Drew Call Demon, Rugar's signature finisher. He's got a hold of Applebee's by the hair. He's forcing the drink down his throat. Hank's turning red. Smoke is coming out of his ears. Oh my God, his head's on fire. Hank is done for. Rugar Alebender is victorious. What a showing from both contenders. But two will enter and only one will leave. I sure hope our next bout gets the crowd as fired up as that last one did. And on to it. In our first Eastern bracket, we have the captain of more boats than a starfish has legs. The motion of the ocean himself, Grimby Chum! Versus the best damn barboy you'll ever have serve you with a protector of Zexa, Chucky the Arcanist! Straight down to business, Grimby Chum launches a leaping strike at Chucky clobbers him in the side of the head. The blow knocks off Chucky's Arcanist helm, revealing his hunched back. It looks like this fight could be over as quickly as Chucky's illusion, because Grimby swings again and sinks his great axe deep into Chucky's hump. This is not looking good, folks. Chucky was the underdog going in, but this could be a clean sweep for Chum. My god, that is a massive target. But, oh no, it, it seems Chum's weapon is stuck. Chucky raises his gauntlets and hits Grimby with a double blast of red and green energy. Grimby, he, he's reeling back now. He's trying to recover as quickly as he can, but his axe is still hunchbacked. The bar boy's trying to pull it out himself, but he, he can't quite get his arms around his back. Oh, oh, okay, it looks like he's given up on that now. He, he's springing into the air using his magic boots. He's got a hold of the amulet that's around his neck. It's glowing. A blast of white light is just burned a hole into Grimby's chest. Chum's hurt, folks. He's hurt bad. This crowd is going wild. Chucky, Chucky's on Chum now. He's, he's squeezing the captain's head between his hands. He's activating his chest plate, the strength that thing allows him to wield. Grimby's uselessly swatting at Chucky's grasp. It's all over Grimby's head, it's Chum! Chucky the Arcanist takes it! What an upset! Oh, my goodness. Well, stay tuned, folks, for more stunning March Madness action in our next episode.